Welcome back to Marketing Monday. This is Adam Huber and Shelly Gaddis. What up? From partly city of Sioux Falls. <laughs> and I'm from like pieces of everywhere right pieces now. Of everywhere. Kind of are. I'm like innovation and education and workout, inspiration, family. Like you're everywhere. Could she just introduce? Yeah, me? I mean, yeah, I mean. Well, you did a better job than I did. <laughs> Everyone, this is Carly from CK Designs. <laughs> so we're going to dive into Marketing Monday, what it was, the reason why Shelly and I decided to start this back up again, and the reason behind that, or what Marketing Monday was, was a there used to be a little business in town called the Bakery. It was kind of like an entrepreneur entrepreneurial hub. Um, it was a co-working space. It was just a fantastic little place that. We kind of all gathered at and enjoyed each other's company. Now, that being said, um, the bakery unfortunately went away, and Shelly and I have gone on, done different things, and started up different businesses, and we decided, we were talking one day about what can we do to get plugged back into the entrepreneurial community and just talk with other business owners and everything like that, because that was the part that her and I both really enjoyed, was just talking with other people and seeing what they're up to. And so we came up with reviving Marketing Monday, and but doing it with a little bit of a different twist. Marketing Monday at the bakery was that there was just basically this round table that everyone would just kind of come in with marketing problems and then we'd all have a discussion. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. This one, what we decided to do was not a, a round table. Not, well, I mean, we are sitting <laughs> on a round table, but basically put the call out saying, yeah. is there anybody out there with marketing issues that we can then bring onto the podcast and then just answer whatever marketing questions you might have? We are not marketing experts, but we do know, between the two of us, do know how uh, have quite a bit of experience in that area. And so we just really enjoy the conversation, mm -hmm. and we ourselves learn a lot from it as well. Um, I like that listen and learn yeah, we we uh, we learn just as much from the people that come on than you know we're giving out advice. Yeah. We had uh, John Ma Meyer. I always yes. want to call him Mayor. <laughs> That's a singer. Yes, I'm not it is. sure if they would want to be confused with each other. I mean, maybe. But uh, you know, it's not the worst person you can no, compare. No, he signed to. my shirt once. John Mayer did, and then I lost the shirt. Yeah, yeah. When I was a uh, sophomore in high school, we went to a concert because, and then we waited like we did, my mom and I did at the back <laughs> of the tour bus. Your mom, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Was the concert worth it? Oh, it was so good. We had eye contact like real hard. Mm. I was like, super. Like, like mom, that's my boyfriend. Married. Yep, yep. We're married. Stuff my head. What is that? Uh, what's that movie? Bring it on. So, everyone, this yeah. is Carly again from CK Design. Carly, why yeah. don't you uh, tell us a little bit who you are, yeah. um, CK Design, like the whole bit. The origin story? The origin story, <laughs> in two minutes. <laughs> okay, well, yes, my name is Carly. I own CK Design. I don't know if I should like, do I look at the camera a little bit? You can just look at us. Okay, cool. Um, so, I own CK Design. My primary gig is graphic design, but I also do brand building on top of that. So. I also do photography. Um, my main goal for my business is to help small business owners and entrepreneurs build a business that they love and help celebrate their, their business and their brand, all of those things. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know how to fill that up for two minutes. 
That's it. Yeah. That's, I mean, yeah. that's just what that's like do. in a nutshell. How long, how long have you been doing it? So I've been doing graphic design for 10 years. I've owned CK Design for a year and a half. I started CK Design from my first business, Art by Carly, mm -hmm. which was like me doing all of the things under the sun. So I did wedding photography, family photography, art, commission, graphic design, all of the things. So when people would come to my website, nobody knew how to get a hold of me or what I offered and it was just overwhelming and I was overwhelmed because I didn't know how to like do the pitch <laughs> like okay, what do you do I do everything <laughs> you know so yeah so then I started CK design uh, to kind of really niche down and focus on that and also because after our second daughter um, I got postpartum depression with her and it just got to be like way too much and so the art part of it was something that I needed to reserve for myself. Mm -hmm. So like, I even closed down the Art by Carly Facebook page. I changed the handle on my Instagram. The website is still live. I still do some photography from time to time as far as like family and wedding stuff, but that is like on reserve for future use until I can heal. <laughs> so I think that's actually a really good leading in point, honestly, okay. like to talk about entrepreneurs and how yeah. that evolves. And especially as a mom entrepreneur, mm -hmm. like, so I feel like a lot of times entrepreneurs get into a business, they're like, oh, I can do art. Mm -hmm. And then somebody asks them, oh, can you do this? And they're like, sure, because yeah. you're just trying to get the dollar, right? Yep. Like you're just trying to keep your lights on and beat kids. Anything that has a pulse, you're like, yes, I'll do it. Right, and so yeah, you're like, yeah, 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 I'll do yeah. it. And then pretty soon you're doing like a bunch of things, not really good, but okay, yeah. instead of focusing on like the couple things that you do really, really well. So. Like what made that switch in your head? How did you realize that that's what you were doing? And then how did you transition it into probably what's more successful, what I consider, yeah. or what looks to be from the outside more successful than what you were doing yeah. before? Um, okay, so I guess to answer that first part, when I realized that I was doing all of the things is I kept getting this overwhelm and I just got so exhausted and tired of trying to explain to people what I did. And again, like even trying to do content for social media and my website, just creating posts, it's like I have so many different buckets of categories that yes, they're related in the creative realm, but it just like, it's so confusing. Right. There's just too much and I just got tired of that. And then um, my bread and butter from Art by Carly was graphic design and wedding photography. And I decided to pull away from the wedding photography and the, the art stuff too and then just really focus on the graphic design because art is my therapy creativity is my therapy and if I can still do some form of that but keep you know the custom art those things more personal and closer to me then yeah. I can still fulfill part of that uh, and that's for like to recharge your batteries and everything yes. like that type of deal yeah. something that you enjoy and actually I talked with my husband we're going to try to do one day a week where I can paint for like two or three hours we'll go watch the girls and I can just go do whatever that was like, I never knew that was a form of self-medication until I had kids and I couldn't. And you didn't have it. Yeah, I just, I couldn't paint. Like you didn't have the space, there wasn't the time, and it was just like, something's got to give. Yeah, so. so you started getting itchy and you were yeah. looking for a way to... Well, somebody was going to get murdered. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> there's a real good chance of that, so yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a good thing. Yeah. Murder? Yes. <laughs> well, not good that someone was going to get murdered, but yeah. That you got to figure it out, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. You, you, I would say that's a, a really extremely important thing, yeah. even if it's just business in general, finding that thing that you can go and do for a day, a couple yeah. of hours, whatever you need to do to, to, to just, just refuel, because, I mean. Well, 
Well, and that's the thing too that I really appreciate with CK Design is like, there's so many, I can still access all of those creative outlets. My primary focus is just brand development. So like, if I need to dabble in video editing for a client for a project, I mean, that's something that I can learn. And you know, yep. just like that learning aspect is just awesome. So how did you, so that's kind of the why. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about the how now. How so I got how into CK Design? Because to me, it sounds very overwhelming to be like, I just don't want to do all of this anymore. Mm -hmm. And then like figuring out the what you're going to focus on and then rebranding yeah. yourself yeah. into that person. Okay, so <clears throat> the how, my husband would always get on my case on this too because he knew it was like, I probably that you just need to focus on the one thing. And I'm like, no husband, I'm gonna do all the things because mm -hmm. I'm awesome. Um, so part of that was, again, was just the understanding, like looking at where my main revenue was coming from, and a lot of that was graphic design. And my primary client, who is a retainer, that is my salary, and that's something that I didn't want to give up, because that puts food on the table, and again, with that creativity outlet, that's something I can still do with graphic design. So does that answer that kind of? Kind of. Yeah. I'm so like I'm wondering more like my guess is you know broadcasting in the stars both live like yeah. there's part there's probably other people who are in that same boat that they yeah. have been doing their oh, their sure. gig yeah. for a couple of years and they're doing a little of this and a little of this and a little yeah. of this but they're feeling super overwhelmed they're working yeah. sixty hours a week they don't know where to focus their energy and so my I question is like what what specific tactics did you use to and so this is more of a marketing question yeah. than anything. Like, how did you use, you, you already figured out how to do it. Now, mm -hmm. what <laughs> steps did you take to actually create CK Designs and start marketing CK Designs instead okay. of all of the art stuff? Okay, so with my personal page for Art by Carly on Instagram, um, my Facebook, for one, I had not touched that for a year and a half. So that was like already dead in the water. So I closed that down actually probably from the last couple of months. But the transition from Art by Carly to CK Design, um, it took a lot of introspective thinking and just really writing everything down. It's like, okay, what things do I need to, what things do I enjoy? What things do I not enjoy? And what is a good middle ground to where I can like see this actually generating revenue that I can build? And with CK Design, the way that I saw that was if I grow that into a business, it's something that I can add employees to. Whereas with Art by Carly, as a photographer, I mean, yes, you can kind of have employees, but people hire you to do the photos. And doing art, people hire you to do the painting. They're not gonna expect somebody else to do that. So that's where the graphic design was like, I can still have that creative, like final approval if I build my team and grow that. So that was like the one thing that I saw. This could, I have it on my, bathroom mirror to generate a six-figure income. So it's been on there for like a couple years and I was like, this is the one that can do it. So that's my goal and that's where I could see like that family tree, that empire, so to speak, that was the easiest route for me to really envision that. Um, and then to actually get it launched, so with my Art by Carly page, it was Art by Carly UC for a while and then it was Art by Carly K on Instagram and I hadn't posted anything about my art for a while, but I was very open. Um, it was also like a personal branding page, so a lot of people that followed me as a business got a lot of insight on who I was as a person. So they knew, you know, parts of my family life, parts of the postpartum depression journey I was going on. 
Um, so with that, I kind of use that page to announce, be like, hey, by the way, I'm splitting up Arctic Carly because it's just too much. If you're interested in graphic design and business needs, come follow me over on this page. And then when I did the logo for CK Design, I used a similar design that matched Art by Carly, so that way it wasn't that large of a disconnect. Mm -hmm. With that, yeah, with that similar branding, you yeah. run into an issue where in the very beginning you had people that were just kind of like, oh, you're still doing all these other things because it's I similar branding. You still yeah. do. But I think that's not necessarily the branding aspect. I think that's just people connecting me to, to what they knew me doing yeah. before. Okay. So like, I still get requests from doing family photos. And depending on the person, like if it's somebody that I know close, I mean, there's a good chance I'll do it anyway. But yeah. for the most part, I'm trying to just be like, yep, just get it off of the plate. I'm not, like, here are other photographers that can help you with that. Mm -hmm. So I can focus on other things. So marketing issues yeah. that um, you're exploring right now, having issues with or whatever. You know, you had sent a text message to everyone, um, Shelly and I, actually not just everyone. <laughs> um, you weren't a part of it? What? And you and I, we were talking a little bit beforehand about yeah. building an email list. Mm -hmm. um, so what is it about an email list that you think is particularly attractive that that's what, you, that's what you're going down yeah. that path for? So I see that as an opportunity for helping build community. Um, I have a pretty good following on Instagram and I don't like to view follower counts as success because you can have 50 followers and you can make a six-figure salary. You can have 20,000 followers and make nothing. So I try not to get caught up on that, but I recognize that like, I have a decent following, so like interest but I'd like to try to navigate that to email so I can really foster those more intimate conversations. Mm -hmm. And then when I do sales or when I launch brands and websites or whatever, it's like, hey, come celebrate this with me and this person. What are, you, what are you posting on Instagram right now that makes it to where people are captivated, interested in what you have to say? Mm -hmm. um, um, I do a lot of tips and tricks. I do a lot of about me, who I am, a lot of behind the scenes. Those are probably actually the Stories or actual posts? Both. Okay. Yep. Awesome. Um, do a lot of behind the scenes. I showcase a lot of projects that I'm working on. Uh, I haven't really shared any testimonial stuff. I mean, that's something that's kind of on the back of my mind that I should start sharing more. And then inspiration and motivation type things like, hey, I'm a small business owner too. It really sucks sometimes. Yep. <laughs> Let me see how I can help you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So are you planning on with your email list basically just kind of carrying that same kind of attitude or yeah I think so I think what I get stuck on and I like I just launched a Facebook group like three days ago which I'm kind of shooting bricks about I have no idea what the hell I'm doing with that <laughs> and I've even I've commented to people that's, and it's mostly just people that I know so it's not as terrible I have I think 16 people in there I'm like hey guys this is a learning curve for me I don't know if I'm gonna do awesome or not but please come watch me struggle and be supportive <laughs> So, and that's kind of like in line with the, the email marketing. I think what I struggle with is like, how do I prioritize what content goes where and where that intimacy and that relationship goes, you know? So explain to me where your head is at with like, how do you associate email with intimacy? Like explain that thought a little bit more. 
I see that as like if I'm doing a direct email to somebody, it's more like, hey, how are you doing? Whereas with Instagram and Facebook, it's very broad to the masses, which granted that's still the same with email marketing, but it's like more of like a direct message, which I know you can do that with DMs through Facebook and Instagram too. But so you're not talking about building an email list, you're talking about like, oh. Okay. Because to me, like in my head, I honestly feel like email is more impersonal than social media. Interesting. Um, and I don't know if that's the consensus yeah. with everyone yeah. else out there, but for me, like, for instance, like I follow Jenna Kutcher and you know some of those kinds mm -hmm. of people, and like when I get her emails, yeah, they feel incredibly fake to emails. me. Like, yeah. <laughs> and not even necessarily yeah. salesy, yeah. but like, um, just just fake like I can't imagine that that's how she actually talks to people in real life like yeah. if she was sitting at the that's table fair. with us I can't imagine that's how she would actually talk yeah. it seems super scripted I okay. guess is I maybe that. that I'm going for yeah. whereas I don't feel like if you do social media right yep. I don't feel like it's nearly as scripted that you can be, have more of your personality come out in it you can have more of your who you are and trying to hit that niche again sure. Like, going back to what you just talked about with Art by Carly, like, you were trying to do everything, mm -hmm. right? Yep. And so I feel like sometimes with the email list, a lot of people try to hit every customer that they already have sure. rather than, like, continue to focus on that niche of, yep. are you focusing, like, what is your focus? Like, yeah. it, with this, with CK Designs, like, is it... Have you ever done a customer avatar for CK Designs? I have, and I, this better is something yes, yes, because I, I know have, you make your clients do it. And like, <laughs> I think about it in my head all the time, and it's something like I can visualize this person or even the small group of people in my head, but actually writing it down is difficult for me. It is it's writing so customer avatars is really yes. freaking hard. But like, if a business owner or a client comes up to me and it's like, let's do your customer avatar, it's like I can write this down for you, no problem. It's super easy. It's like like that introspective, what is that? You can't see the forest through the trees. Mm -hmm. You're just so close to that one detail. Like, oh, what is it? What is her name? Is it Kelly with an I or an EY? Or does it matter? Like, yep. Well, and I think for me, like, especially in your business and what you're talking about wanting yeah. to build and build a community and focus on the specifics, yeah. like, to me, it's so important to have that super dialed in of who you're trying to yeah. reach. And you're going to have others outside of oh, that, right? Sure. Just because your avatar yeah. is a 32-year-old mom who owns a small business that makes $150,000 a year and they vacation in Black Hills and, yeah. you know, whatever. I mean, I you're still going to have Adam yeah. follow you pretty closely. <laughs> yeah, 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 I yeah. Mean, But you're going to have some people who don't fall yeah. into that, right? But that's not who you're marketing to. Like, those yeah. people are just going to be like the sprinkles on the yeah. side. Yeah. You're just marketing to that one person. So if you're only trying to market to that one person, then is email the best form to be able to reach them? And that's so a really good question, and I guess that's something like that I should really sit down and, and think about on that, yeah. I have a thought just to go down. I can see the bubbles. I, because yeah. <laughs> like a year or so ago, I would have said that email would be an incredibly wasteful time to be personal with someone, mm -hmm. but having dived into it a little bit deeper and tried out some things, I'm going to offer just a couple of points to think about with email versus um, social media. <laughs> with email, if you do a really great job of setting up your tags and your groups and your segments for mm -hmm. customers, 
from the get-go. Um, and then when you're building that list, make sure to keep refining those groups and those segments and those sure. tags so that you start filtering these people into these really tight-knit So that way they're groups. not getting all of the things just what they're interested in. Yep. yep. And well, one thing that you can do with email marketing that is actually really powerful is you can start off that email with that person's first name mm -hmm. or last name or you know whatever. You can put in those merge tags and everything yeah. like that. Whereas with Instagram, Facebook, and everything like that, that's like, Hey, you with the face, yeah. <laughs> how are you? <laughs> Hard as you might try, you are sending out a broadcasted message that you can't do merge tags or be personable to someone. Even if you're doing an incredibly dialed down Facebook marketing strategy, where you're picking out that ethnicity of that person, that age mm -hmm. group, their, um, you know, so on and so forth, you still can't do that one thing that for a lot of people makes a huge difference, which is call them by their name yeah. and say, I know your business and everything like that. Whereas with email marketing, you can't. Not saying that it isn't impersonal yeah. and a lot of people don't do it well because we all know, we're all on email lists that are just like clearly blatantly just <laughs> blasting it out there. In fact, I actually just got super annoyed with an email list because I've unsubscribed twice and I still keep oh, getting man. emails from them. And there's just- That's frustrating. Yeah, yeah. So, what would be interesting is if that's if that's your whole goal for me, it would be interesting to see what's the software out there that would be easy yeah. to do tag segmentation and groups down and in, that, yeah. so that you can do female, female, yeah. male, and yeah. then start getting down to that field. And then when there's something that you want to do or you want to say, you can basically just pick out that group put it in an email list, might only be 25 people, whatever, yeah. and then you send off a blast for 25 people, but it's so hyper-focused yeah. that people can't help but read it. Now, it doesn't help you, well, I mean, you can still do a broad email mm -hmm. blast and everything like mm -hmm. that, but um, yeah. that's, that's, that's just a different point of view to think about. Well, and the one show. thing that I like with the email marketing is I feel like it's kind of like the new RSS feed for blogging too. Like you can create different blog posts, content that's more direct to like, like when I, at least for now, when I'm doing my emails and trying to do once a week, which I question if that's too much because even myself, when I get in those like, I'm going to email. So I'm trying to make it so it's new content every time. And I send out a lot of freebies. So I do Canvas templates for free for my email news people and then I'll send out some free stock photos that they can use and then tutorials and tips and be like, hey, thought of you today on this, I just learned a new thing, what do you think? But I also do that nice. on Instagram too. And I do a lot of IGTV videos That's that I'm trying to get into. I personally, on that end of it, mm -hmm. I don't know if you can overdo that specific part of it yeah. because there's times you're gonna send out email blasts and people just have not had the chance to check Instagram yeah, that day. True. Like. Yeah. Um, you know for sure it's going into that email inbox and what, what people choose to do from it from there. Yeah. That's their deal. What would be interesting is if you were to, again, like this is going into super nerd levels of mm -hmm. email marketing, but if your whole interest is to be hyper-focused on building a community and bringing in the most value for specific people, mm -hmm. kind of have to get down that segmentation yeah, list. Yeah, true. So what would be interesting is if you were to do track um, open rates click-through rates and every downloads and everything like that for Canva versus um, mm. tips versus stock photos. Right there, that's a great segmentation, yeah. right? So like, okay, these group of people are obviously interested in stock photos, but these group of people could give a rip yeah. less, but every time I send out five tips on Instagram, yeah. they download it every single time. Hmm. 
it, that would be, yeah. then, then when you, now when you send out Canva or stock photos, you have two groups of people that are interested in that, yeah. and you know that your click-through rate is going to be like, them on the other right, yeah. 70-some percent. Yeah. So that's a good idea. Yeah. You do? Yeah. My goodness gracious. I guess for me, I'm like, my, I can totally, like, have empathy for you as far as understanding, like, how much time do you spend on all of this? Like, yeah. all of the things, so right? Many. So, yeah. like, how do you decide how to spend your time? And so that's a little bit more of where I was going. With, yeah, like, which is fair. Like, how do you figure out for you? Like, that's my question is, is your person going to be most responsive to email, and is it worth that amount of effort to put into it? Because I'm guessing, and this is a total mm -hmm. assumption, but I'm guessing that you don't want to have your market become 2,000 people. Well, yeah. no, but you don't want to have a customer base yeah. of 2,000 people. Yeah. Because the reality of it is, at this phase in your life, like that's probably not what your goal is. Mm -hmm. Again, I'm making a gigantic assumption there. Yeah. But, so you, when you talk about wanting to build a community, my guess is that you're wanting to build a smaller, tight-knit, super niche community and who is that person like who is in that super niche community yeah and is she checking email i say she because i'm guessing it's she. definitely a woman but yeah. like <laughs> is she checking email regularly yeah. is she is she on instagram more is she on facebook more is she on linkedin more so, is she like how yeah or would she rather have a group like yeah, and that's where I started that that group part of it. So what I've learned is, so like I said, with my email subscriber, I have 24 people in it, which I'm totally happy with. I find that when I hand out my freebies and resources, even when I post it on Facebook or Instagram, there's like almost no interaction. But when I send it out an email, people download it, mm -hmm. especially with like the stock photos. And they're like, here's 10 free stock photos I took that you can use for any of your marketing, advertising, what have you. But if I post that on Instagram or Facebook, be like, hey, if you want these three photos, sign up for my newsletter, like it's crickets. So I find that part kind of interesting. So I know there's value in the freebies for the email marketing. Absolutely. And that's what I'm kind of hoping even with like the Facebook group that I can just like post the pictures in there and then they can just download it that way if they wanted to. Um, and the other thing is, so like even I call it the brand builder group with CK Design. The main focus that I want on that group is not primarily me or CK Design. It's more of like, I'll offer the resources and the tutorials, but I want it to be like a reliant on each other to share advice and tips and so if that makes sense. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So I don't want it to be like the CK Design Carly show where they're afraid to post something on there. They're like, oh, Carly's got to have an opinion on this. Like, no, I don't. Like, there's much many talented people in this area that can help I, you. I would really challenge you on that thought. Yeah. I'm just all about like... No, I like it. You're yeah, challenge you. You're headbutting people, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. What's yeah. up? <laughs> Go for it. People expect you to be an expert. Yeah, I mean... So yeah. I, would, I would really challenge you that if you're going to build a group, Yeah. like, there, it's kind of like a kid, it's kind of like a parent saying, well, I don't want my kid to think that I'm like bossing them around or anything. Yeah. But the reality of it is, the people that are in that group, it's because they look up to you as an expert. Sure. People that are going to join that, and so they're going to look to you for advice. And so yeah. that attitude could very quickly and easily backfire That's on true. you if yeah. somebody is posting questions in there or somebody posts a question. You're waiting for everybody else to comment, 
well, you don't yeah. want to put your input on it because you don't want to smoke a bearing or whatever. That's not necessarily they might yeah. take that as you not caring. I get that, and I like that's not necessarily what I'm trying. Like, yes, I want to be not hate the word authority, but I like it, I don't want it to be like a totalitarian group yeah. where it's like you can only get advice from me type right. thing. That's like, I don't want somebody to post in there and then feel like they have to tag me on everything. Yeah. But that's not to say that, no, I will absolutely provide input and advice on any questions that are on there. It does. I just, I mean, I think, I think it's important for yeah. you to build yourself as an expert in whatever yeah. you're saying you're an expert in. Like, if you're saying you're an expert yeah. in, yeah. <laughs> if you're saying you're an expert in being a, building a brand yeah. or telling a story or whatever that thing is that you're saying yeah. you're an expert in, then people are going to come to your group to For ask that, that question. Yeah. They're not going to come to that group saying, how do I wear a baby carrier? <laughs> They're going to go to EM chat or yeah. baby yep. or whatever. Yep. So like, that's my point. Like, If you build the group the right way, the people who are coming there wanting to build a brand or build a story or who are walking through a new branding or yeah. whatever, those are the people that you're going to attract into yeah. there. And they want you to participate in That's true. Yes. So let's go down this road of you're trying to build an email list. Mm -hmm. You're posting things on Instagram and everything like that. What's the goal for you um, a couple of years from now that you're doing all this work to build an email list, build a community and everything like that? Like what's, so what's your, what do you want your business to look like in a couple of years? I have a professional and a personal vision. My personal vision is I want to build a revenue stream that can pay for my husband and I and our family to live out on an acreage in the country and have that financial freedom to where like everything is paid for, which would be amazeballs, <laughs> um, and just generating that financial freedom. That is my personal goal. Okay. My professional goal is I feel like, so with Art by Carly, when I was rebranding for CK Design, I found a lot of passion that I was more interested in the branding development than for Art by Carly than like, mm -hmm. designing brochures and packages for art by color. This is fucking awesome. I love all of this. And I lost interest in doing art and photography for that aspect too. So then that was another driving reason to start the CK design. It's like, oh, I can totally legit do this. This is easy for me. Um, but I feel like along that journey, I found there's so many small business owners and entrepreneurs that have that same hunger to want to have a brand and they just don't have the education, they don't have the resources, and they don't have the finances. So for me with CK Design for that, like my professional goal is to help foster that, like if you have an idea, it's valid. Like let me provide that vision for you so it can have light and you can see it actually come to life. Like dreams are awesome. Everyone should be able to see that come to life, right? Uh, and then the other part of that is like through CK Design I started a yeah, and this is where maybe again, I'm running down the same road of like trying to do too many things, but I have a brand builder shop that's a part of CK Design where people can buy templates. So if they're not at a point where they can hire a $400 logo, here are some options for you until you are ready mm -hmm. to pay for that. So it's still like a part of me, but it's not necessarily. So it's like work. an entry level to what I offer. Mm -hmm. To get where you're um, reaching your personal goal, yes. Does that look like to you like there's a team of people working? Yes, on Yes, I would love to. Uh, I see, 
I don't know if I see employers or contractors. I think I'm looking more down the road of contractors for freelancers to help out with that, so whether that's a VA or you know a part-time designer that I can just hand if I have some retainer clients that I add on to be like, hey, can you work on these certain projects? And then I can focus on like that big content creation on building that revenue for whether that's course creation or big getting new clients in and pitching ideas, you know, what have you. Okay. So yeah, I definitely, I don't see it being bigger than three people, okay. myself included. I like the idea of keeping it smaller. Okay. More intimate. So building out an email list in which you can um, bring in new work and everything like that, and yeah. uh, this Instagram, yeah. everything like that, that all makes sense because to supply enough work for three contractors plus yes. one, you know. I can't imagine, I mean, unless I like severely increase my prices, I can't imagine making a six-figure income on myself with it just being me as a business owner. Yeah. That would be a that's, lot. That's, well, yeah. either that or your workload just goes through the roof. Yes. The point that and that's what I mean. Yeah, it's like either increase the prices to where I'm kind of like, I'd have to change my client avatar for that. Um, or, yeah, just the workload is just way too much and then I would have no life. Mm -hmm. Okay, so email list aside, what's what's another, what's another, or we'll, we'll be kind of covered email yeah. marketing or whatever, but like, what's, what's something else that you're pondering on? Okay, so I have a few other things. So like I said, I have my brand builder shop and I've been sitting, like I was sitting on this for six months and I finally just needed to get it out. Um, so, and that's what I call my email list is a brand builder list and that's why I did the brand builder group. So I kind of want it to be an extension of CK Design. So yes, like I am at the forefront of it, but I'm not like, it's not like a Carly show at the same time, mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> um, so this brand builder shop, what I plan on doing is I want to, I've already got a handful of Canva templates on there, and I have some stock photo bundles, and then eventually I want to start doing, I'm working on a couple of different websites, Squarespace templates, so people can DIY their brand, and I can provide all of the tools and resources for them so it doesn't necessarily look DIY, and then when they get to the point where it's like, oh, we're growing, we need to do a rebrand or really make this official, they can hire me outside of that, and then I also want to do some like course creation. So I've done two types of workshops. I've done a brand phonography workshop. The first one I did not signed up for, which was really heartbreaking. <laughs> my mom was there, which was awesome. <laughs> Thanks mom, I love you. <laughs> um, and then I got some friends and family to go too so I can at least test and see if it had legs. And that was where I was just teaching people how to take better pictures on their phones if they're not ready to hire a brand photographer yet. And then I'm at the forefront of their mind. It's like, oh, Carly knows what they're doing. So then I'm ready to hire a brand photographer. Let me go over there. Okay. And then same with like the Canva workshop. I just did that last week through the kitchen. So just sharing some like design 101. This is how you can create a simple design through the templates that I offer. It's really easy. It still looks clean and professional. And then when they are ready to outsource that, you're like, let me go talk to Carly over here. I'm just like mouth of diarrhea, so I don't know <laughs> if I need to be answering the questions, but it's a lot. And then I have this other idea that I really want to do, and it's a plan that I've had for a while, and I can see this happening. My goal is to see if I can make it happen early 2020, to where I do a weekend workshop where you can build and launch a website in a weekend. And that's where I could offer the templates that I've designed, or if they want to DIY it on their own, I can show them how to use it, and it would be through Squarespace. I thought about using Show It. I love Show It. That's my website that I have for secret design, but for DIY, that's 
is a lot. Yeah. That's pretty in depth. So, so your question for the brand building like workshop yeah. and everything like that. Like I just feel like is am I getting this is something that I think about a lot too. I can see it as connecting to CK design, but I like I my mind just goes a thousand miles, you know, whatever per hour. And I just wonder sometimes am I creating that disconnect or am I getting to a point to where I'm starting to outgrow CK design and I'm just gonna like move into this brand build, you know? No. No? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Keep standing okay. is what I'm saying. So, like, with Brand Builder, with everything that I'm doing with that, it's still, like, does it make sense to have them as two separate entities, or do I need to merge it as just one? Mm -hmm. Okay. No, yeah. Because so I feel like they're all connected just fine. It's just, like, one is an entry level, and then one is, like, here's your platinum that you can get. So would you market it that way? Would you switch it all over to brand builder and have like a platinum, gold, silver level Maybe. thing? And I thought about even with the brand builder, you know, the idea of subscription and memberships have come to mind with just doing, hey, if you want free stock photos or templates or whatever, pay X amount of dollars a month and then you can get this and that's part of that group. So. There's so many questions. <laughs> I, I, I find it, um, something I would find an interesting question to ask you. Yeah. Someone does this workshop. Yeah. They pay two hundred dollars for this workshop. Yeah. Hundred dollars, whatever. What's What's keeping you from saying um, they come up to you? They ask the They ask you a four hundred dollar logo question. Mm -hmm. What's keeping you from saying no? Sorry. Like if you want that, that's going to be four hundred dollars in order for me to do that. Because do you have the guts at that point in time to tell someone, no, sorry, you're in the Silver League. Yeah. You need to come up to the Platinum League in order to get that kind of advice or... That's kind of where I am with some of my designs. So even with the logos, like if somebody comes to me and they say they just need a simple logo, it's like, here's what I can offer you for maybe 100 or $150, but if you want this whole thing, it's going to cost you 425 foot tax. Okay. And you get all of these things. So you get, you know, your revisions, I'll even give you a little display on how your logo can look on things, you get a pretty sweet presentation. I've upgraded. I would <laughs> I would uh, wonder maybe a path to go down for the brand building thing yeah. that would be kind of interesting is if your whole goal is to, you know, if we again we kind of go back to the end goal and yeah. work backwards, right? Ranch with three contractors and everything like that. Is there a, a way? She Shed Studio. <laughs> I, seriously, I see that She Shed Studio and our dog can run wild and free and just up. So, <laughs> is there a way that you could do some sort of internship or find contractors that are in three to four key areas mm -hmm. that matter in that brand building workshop? Someone mm -hmm. who's really good at graph art, starting out in graphic design, somebody who's starting off in website, someone who's starting off in photography, yeah. and then whatever that fourth one is. Find those three to four people, say, I'm wanting to do this workshop, but I can't be there. Yeah. Because if they want me there, they've yeah. got to they've got to pay for this. That's a really good point. But yeah. you then take those people and start getting them trained up and getting them in on so projects, yeah. so that when you when there's this brand building workshop, you give them whatever split of the revenue there is because yeah. it's still your name being on top of yeah. it. They're the ones that head it up, and all they need to do is answer simple questions like, 
I don't know how to get my Google Analytics code to mm -hmm. plug into Squarespace. Okay, well, mm -hmm. let me show you. Yeah. You know, and make it, you can build out that whole course, but it's them that has to take care of that. But on the back side of that, now you have half a dozen people or whatever that you are personally in touch with that you've helped them grow. You know they speak your language. Mm -hmm. They see the things that you want them to see and everything like that. And so when you're trying to outsource projects, you've already got your people, but they're not exactly on your payroll mm -hmm. type of thing. What's, what's your thoughts? I think Both that's interesting. So let me challenge you on that thought right now. So if you, let's say that you signed up for a, a workshop at SEMA that's put on by Clarity Code. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like the faces behind Clarity Code are you and Justin, right? Yeah. So if I walked into mm -hmm. and didn't see you or yeah. Justin, how would that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think well, it would be different. Like, so here, I see where you're going with it. I really do, and I don't think that it's. Uh, I don't think it's a bad idea, but I think that the that if you're going to do that, they would have to be employees and not mm -hmm. contractors or interns. So you would have to have a website built around well, like Carly and here's my yeah. team, and then you would be able to market and say, Sue from CK Designs is teaching a phonography mm -hmm. workshop, blah blah blah, whatever. And so you would you would build a persona around Sue as the phonography expert. So all of your well, social and all of your other stuff is yeah. it's phonography related is going to not market you. Mm -hmm. It's going to market Sue and she's gonna be the one quoted and she's gonna be the That's, one in the yeah. video and she's gonna be the whatever so that when those workshops come it's her rather than just some USF student yeah. in their senior year. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yep. That's fair. What's, yeah. what's your thought? So I like the uh, um, like the direction that that's leading down. I think as far as the workshops going, I think for me, I would personally like to be, because I like to teach, so that would be more of me at the forefront of that. But as far as turning it into an online course, I could totally see hiring that out and giving that to somebody else to help manage and walk be like, hey, this is Sue from Team CK Design answering some of your questions in the, the group form or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then I could do that. Yeah, too. and then like when I do like the actual personal. physical um, mm -hmm. workshop, and that would be, my face. And then I could see that being a tiered level as yep. well. It's like, hey, if you want to pay $50 extra or $100 extra, come to this workshop on this day. If you want to save 100 bucks, just pay for the online course. Yeah. And I can definitely see where you're, what you're talking about there because, yeah. so um, with, as an example, like Adam Hebrews Detailing, built the whole thing on myself, mm -hmm. basically. But when I moved into that shop and had employees, even though I, put out there that I had employees and I would even do like little biographies on mm -hmm. it and stuff like that. For whatever reason, you know, there's nothing more gratifying than for some people to say, Harley mm -hmm. from CK Designs did yeah. this logo. Yeah. She's the one that did that. <laughs> like, and they're willing to pay for it, right? Yeah. And I kind of ran into that a little bit with AHD where you know, someone would drop off their car and they'd be like, oh, your, your minions are going to be doing the car? Like, I paid for you to do the car. And I said, no, you paid for the business to do the car. Yeah. So if you want me to do it, this is what yeah. it's going to cost you. Yep. Because you've got, I had so many other things that I needed yep. getting done rather than cleaning the car. Now, yeah. still love doing detailing and stuff like that. And there were still certain cars with certain customers that they didn't, they literally did not care what that yep. end 
amount of money was going to be. They just wanted me doing it, and that's fine. So creating that, not it's not to be snooty or anything yeah. like that. It is more about and valuing your time and your growth. Valuing yeah. your time and your growth, and knowing that when you start hiring people on and you're running a team, mm-hmm. there's a lot more that you have going on in the background than worrying about simple design, like yeah. how to set up a freaking Squarespace yeah. website. Like this is you're gonna set up your one thousand two hundred and fifty six <laughs> Squarespace website from a workshop, and you're gonna yeah. be like, okay, like seriously. <laughs> I don't even care if you're mad at me at this point in time. Yeah. I cannot be doing something like, yeah. like this. Well, and that's kind of what I'm running into now with some of my clients is I get stuck in this like constant change cycle of needing to like, just change the fonts or change the text. And it's like, I don't mind doing that necessarily, but I'd rather focus on those bigger projects. What, what does the right. brand mean? Yeah, like, then, I want to do the logo. I want to do the website. I just want to do the big picture things. And then when it comes to like, the constant cycle of redoing stuff, that's where. And the reality of it is, at the end of the day, that customer isn't gonna know if you change the font or if a contractor changed the font. So that's, as you grow, that's that's just something that you have to learn of those things that really do require your expertise on it and the things that don't. It is definitely a control (laughs) issue for a lot of entrepreneurs. I mean, every entrepreneur, to be honest. But the reality of it is, like, for me, like I think an easy example for Eliamami is like nobody knew if it was me or one of my employees sending yeah. an invoice to somebody. That's like true. nobody yeah. knew if I was the one updating the website or if somebody else was doing that. Like mm-hmm. nobody knows that kind of stuff behind the scenes and they don't really give a crap about mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. However, they do care that when they walk in for a vendoring consult that it was my face that they yeah. were seeing and not somebody else. Yeah. yeah. And so those are things that like if you're teach if you're advertising a workshop and people are paying money for your expertise, because that's really what they're paying for, yeah. yep. then that's what they should be getting. Unless you have built a team and you have you have built up a persona that they are worth that mm-hmm. to people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I and um, <clears throat> like in that workshop it would definitely want to be you would definitely want to do something to the effect of this is a beginner's workshop. Like these people mm-hmm. are more than qualified to be able to walk you through how yeah. to set up a Squarespace website right. and go over the basics of why would you want to use an italicized looking font versus mm-hmm. yeah. bold or yeah. whatever. Like whatever those whatever those basics are, the one oh ones or the two oh ones are, like these are why these people are qualified. If you want the three oh one, the four oh one, there's a there's a there's a pro grade workshop that yeah. I do once a quarter yeah. because I'm so busy off doing other things. Again, yeah. it's not to be snooty. It's no, just like, yeah. it's the reality of the situation that yeah. you are who you are and where you are because you are so good at what you do that it's now time for these intermediary tasks and these lower level tasks just to be delegated, delegated to someone else yeah. that you are hopefully then going to spend your a majority of your energy bringing them up to where you were three, four years ago yeah. or whatever. You know, and then you're actually helping out your graphic design community um, as a whole because you're now teaching people things that they it would have taken them 10 years to learn versus yeah. three, four. I, that's one thing I get really caught up to because a lot of times, like, changing the text on the Instagram stories, that's an easy thing for me to do, like, just the color of it. But there's so many people that don't know how to do that. And, like, I just forget that what comes easy is not always for everyone else. <laughs> One last quick story. Yeah. And then we're going to get into the shameless yeah. plug thing. When detailing a car, mm-hmm. I did not realize how 
insanely difficult it was to get a streak-free finish. <laughs> it was like when I got my first employee, and then I was like, okay, you know, you know, yeah. go drive the car, and then there's just streaks everywhere. everywhere. I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Like, what? This just, is not finished. Just drive the car. <laughs> yeah. And what's amazing about that is yeah. if you have the personality and you like to teach, yeah. you will be so fulfilled yeah. in that moment in time because now you will never learn your craft better yes. than taking than someone and literally else. teaching someone. And that's someone why else. I like to do a lot of these workshops too and doing these teaching because I want to grow as a business owner and I like what you said, you know teaching what I already know. It's like, oh, I can do this better next time because yep. I learned or somebody asked a question that I've never been asked before. When someone types something really weird on the keyboard yeah. and the computer's per flickering yeah. out, you're like, and then you have to figure out yeah. why, and you're like, yeah. oh, I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah. Awesome. Now yep. I'll live next time. Yep. You got any last words, Shelly? Nope. I love this. I think this was fantastic. <laughs> this was fun. All right, so, shameless plug. Where can people find uh, you? Okay, so you can find me at www.ck-design.co. Somebody bought the dot com. It's like three thousand dollars. I know. And he emailed me back. This what some kind guy, of a weird name. Like that is well, a really random name. So this is funny. This guy emailed me. It's like, hey, I'll sell this to you for three thousand dollars. I don't get any traffic on it. If you want it, like, you don't get any traffic on it. If you want it, you can have it. Yeah. <laughs> three grand. I was like, I can't give you three thousand. I'll give you three hundred bucks. And he's like, no, I'll just wait. It's like, okay. Just yeah. you want the other, the other person yeah. that hears that has like, whatever. Yeah. So ck-design.co, and then Instagram is undergo, underscore ck.design underscore. Okay. And then Facebook, I think it's like, there's a lot more CK designs than I thought. I try to keep this as consistent as I could, but I think it's 605 CK design on Facebook. Okay. Or just look up CK design. Yeah. You'll see my face on the profile. <laughs> and we yeah. will take Carly, yeah. so, or you could probably just like, yeah, yeah. DM her. Yeah. Email her. And Email. if you Email. want to be part of this uh, brand builder group journey with me, it's connected on my Facebook page. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so, yeah, build a brand. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's really important. I really yeah. do. I, I have enjoyed watching your journey. I have it's known been a lot you of fun. in the Art by Carly yeah. days. And I, over the last year and a half or so, I've kind of seen you evolve into CK Designs. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it's been really fun seeing. Um, seeing how you have walked down this journey and evolved yourself. And of course, you're really close to my heart. But if you guys don't know this yet, I used to own Mommy. I hope everybody who's watching this knows that. But Carly is the one who redid their logo yeah. and their design and all that kind of stuff when they kind of rebranded earlier. And that year, was so. like, I was really careful with that one too because I know the community around that was very specific when I did the logo and even working with Lindsay and Kelsey on that, we were very like, let's make sure it has some homage to it still yep. so it's not totally new. Yeah, yeah. so that, I mean, that was, I was glad to know that it was in good hands. Yeah. 